Are you ready to elevate your doula business to the next level? I want to introduce you to the ultimate guide to crafting your kick-ass doula packages. Whether you're a seasoned doula looking to refresh your offerings or just starting out in the field, this free guide is your roadmap to success. In this guide, you'll find strategies to tailor your services for your clients, ways to make the prices sustainable for you and something that you feel really great about, and different creative ways to make your doula packages unique to you and not just the same as everybody else's in the industry. This is a free guide and you can download it right now. Head over to hurrahdoulaservices.com slash doula packages to get your copy today. Hello and welcome back to Kaylee Daily. Today's question is, do I need a birth doula if I'm planning to use an epidural? This is Kaylee Daily, the bi-weekly podcast about all things doula tips and tits, where we answer one question about pregnancy, labor, postpartum, or lactation in order to have your journey in this parenting world be just a little bit more informed and filled with consent. Hello and welcome back. I'm Kaylee Harad, the host of this Kaylee Daily podcast. I'm also a birth and postpartum doula, childbirth educator, newborn care specialist, newborn care educator, not a newborn care specialist, and a mom of three kiddos of my own. Um, we're continuing on this doula series for today. So we have a couple more questions left in this series for now, and then we'll be moving on to postpartum. Today's question is, do I need a birth doula if I'm planning to have an epidural? Now, um, again, this is a yes or no question. Why do I do this to myself? I don't know. Um, but yes, <laughs> I would say is the answer with the caveat that do you need a doula? That's like we could go back and forth, right? Like I think from my very biased doula perspective that everyone should have a doula if they want a doula. That means if you don't want a doula, no one should force a doula on you, right? Um, however, a birth doula is not for unmedicated birth only. I think we kind of get like put into that category. Um, and especially like unmedicated home birth, right? Like we sort of get grouped into this like alternative, I say with like quotations, right? Alternative birthing experiences, which is a whole thing because I don't think home birth is alternative and I don't think birth centers are alternative. Um, but certainly a birth doula is not just about a certain kind of birth, right? If you think about a birth doula being like an extra layer of support or education and comfort and logistical and physical and emotional and mental support, then that is necessary and important no matter what your birth experience is like. Um, as a doula, I have supported planned C-sections. I've supported uh, medicated births. I've supported unmedicated home births. I've supported unmedicated births, turn to medicated births, right? Like any variation of that is within the realm of what a doula does. Now, what does that look like, right? Because, of course, a doula-supported birth looks a little different if it's unmedicated versus if it's medicated. Now, um, emotionally and mentally, the support is very similar. But one difference is that with an epidural birth, you want to help the birth progress by continuing to move and do positions that are helpful for whatever is happening in the labor. Sometimes that's like a baby is kind of staying high in the pelvis, helping them get lower in the pelvis. Sometimes it's like a baby that's kind of like in a 
in a wonky position and they need to shift positions a bit. And so some of the work of a birth doula with a client with an epidural is actually helping them be positioned in ways that logistically help with the labor process. Now, that looks a little different every time, right? Because sometimes your baby doesn't get stuck in a weird position or whatever. And so then there's less like need to kind of manipulate the pelvis in order to help the baby navigate it. Um, but one of the things about being in labor is movement, right? And I think we kind of pair that up with unmedicated birth. Like we're like, oh yeah, I want to move. And so I'm going to be unmedicated, but actually like movement with medication is also a thing and also very important. So a big part of what we do as doulas is that like support emotionally, like that companionship, right? In the midst of the birth scenario, but also some pre-education and planning around getting to the point of having an epidural, right? So, so managing everything before the epidural and also some logistical support in the midst of the epidural, as well as the continuity that is having a birth doula that you've already kind of established a relationship with in the midst of being in a hospital where you're maybe with a nurse or a provider that you don't know well, um, and they don't know you well. So that continuity is still a part of it as well. Um, now, my last kind of caveat on the end of this is that all doulas function differently, right? And so are there doulas that only do unmedicated labors? I suppose that's probably a thing, right? Um, are there doulas that, that only support medicated labors? I suppose that's also probably a thing. I think if that's what you're looking for, certainly you could probably find that. Do I think that's wise to support only one or the other? No. <laughs> I mean, truthfully, no, I don't think it's wise. Because I think that birth is unpredictable enough that people can expect to be on one side or the other and then need to change in the midst of birth. So you could be a person that had like a few different unmedicated labors and then you're like, this one needs an epidural, you know, or you're like, yeah, I always have epidurals. I love epidurals. I want an epidural. And then the baby came too fast. Um, and both of those I know sound like kind of outlying experiences, but the reality is they happen often enough that a birth doula should be able to navigate those with you and should be able to help you through those experiences if you have a doula that's like, yeah, I only like unmedicated birth, then you might feel some kind of way about kind of changing that plan and letting them down or disappointing them or whatever. And I've heard those stories and they're kind of heartbreaking for me because I'm like, a doula should not bring any more judgment to the area, right? Like it shouldn't be someone that you feel like, oh, I have to prove it to Kaylee that I can do an unmedicated labor. Absolutely not, right? And so... I do think that there should be some flexibility in that, um, in part because I've seen the need to switch plans, right? Um, but also because I think who we are supposed to be in the room is this lovely support for the person who's in the midst of labor. And how can we really do that if we're not coming to the space without our own plan and judgment around decisions? So, um, so yeah, that's my long and short. <laughs> of the, our birth doulas, do I need a birth doula if I'm having an epidural? 
Um, we do have a few more doula questions coming in the next couple weeks. And then um, an awesome new doula program that I have that's coming that I'm very excited to tell you about because I know some of you folks who are listening are doulas. Um, and then I still have space for questions. So if you have a question about hiring a doula, question about the postpartum time, send them my way. And I would love to work them into the podcast in the coming weeks so that um, your question can kind of get highlighted on here as well. So in the meantime, until I see you again at the next episode, I wish you consent-filled, educated, (laughs) consent-filled births. These episodes are edited and produced by Kaylee Harad, as I'm sure you can probably tell. And um, our amazing music is credited in the show notes as well. So we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. And in the meantime, have wonderful and consent-filled births.